Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest podcast, a podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter. Literally just saw you just <laughs> like cough on the side of the mic as I, as I hit the intro music. I moved people the mic like far, far away. In a galaxy far, far it's a, away. It's a post-sickness cough. Is it? Nobody's going to get sick from me being around here. <laughs> well, over the first off, you're not, you're not even, you're not even in residence here. <laughs> Second off, the only person would be me and my wife and four kids. So mm, yeah, yeah, watch out myself here. So you're recovering from a little sickness, huh? Yeah, I have a little cold, you know. Uh-huh. It's a... Put a damper in some of my travel plans. It was it was probably because you were you were so choked up about the queen. Yes, I got sick a full week in advance of the queen's the queen's death. <laughs> yeah. um, Here's what I'm amazed at in this situation. I don't know if you have any reflection in the sense that you, you know, Bermuda, British Commonwealth, you know, your overseas territory. You're you have more ties to the queen than most of us. It's true. So. People were acting like, you know, like when Kobe Bryant died, you know, like I, I felt like it was like similar sentiment. Like what? How could this happen? I'm like, she was 96. You know what I mean? And this last year, her health was declining. Did people not see this coming? Do people just not like to talk about, you know, like mortality? I think it's the last one, the latter of them, uh, that this, uh, I mean, anytime anybody dies, it's a, it's a reminder of our mortality, but the queen was queen for so long, 70 years that I think it's, I don't know. It's, it's maybe kind of shocking to people, but I would be surprised if anyone was like, wow, that was so sudden. Right. Who could have expected just uh, the way they were showing it on the news, which of course, you know, the yeah, news portrays the news. any of that, but they, they gave an interesting fact. They said 80% of, uh, British people, like that's the only queen they've ever known. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That Like, could you imagine if that was similar with like the presidency, like <laughs> that, like 80% of us only knew one president one president. Well, I mean, yeah, that would I be mean, crazy. the structure is totally different. Yeah, structure is totally yeah, yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. I um, get it. It's not a one for one, but that's the comparison I have. But yeah, that would, that would be nuts. That'd be, that's hard to imagine. Have you watched the documentary like of her different like the documentary called the clown? Uh, the crown. The clown. <laughs> wow. The crown. You just <laughs> totally dissed your own heritage. It's because I was looking at you. <laughs> the clown. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right yeah putting cool. yourself in good light here okay uh -huh. so have you watched it i'm still convalescing um no i haven't watched what documentary the crown <laughs> that's not a not to be confused about a tv show or sure a documentary tv show whatever right, yeah i guess it's not fiction uh i watched the first season and thought it was great and <laughs> and then you didn't watch the rest <laughs> no i don't really watch a whole lot of TV. Except Stiesel. Stiesel. Yeah, I got a big, big Stiesel kick. I'll get on a kick sometimes. But unless it's a kick, I'm not going to watch it. Follow-up. Did you watch football kickoff last night? Yes. That was a kick. And so I watched it. That was a kick. <laughs> Did you have any fantasy football players playing? 
oh uh cooper cup <laughs> is he on your team yeah nice third overall pick Th- <laughs> third overall that's right we'll have to yeah, see behind who who's a behind again that was i, I don't know allen commissioner commissioner for league somehow got the first overall pick yeah and that then, was interesting then i wonder who was it who got second again the priest <laughs> joey in the line of Melchizedek. joey scantella and who'd you take at second christian mccaffrey uh, we'll see yeah we'll see we'll see, see if he's healthy also we'll see once uh, you know matthew stafford like starts turning to anybody else on the entire team he literally had people like wide open. Like yeah. there are so many jokes going on this morning about like who he will throw to and not throw to and all those things. And it was just, I'll tell you what though, I'm happy for the Buffalo Bills because they, they great. yeah. And, and who knows if it'll last all season. That's so dependent on Josh Allen. If he stays healthy, all the entire defense, all of that. But if they do and they make the Super Bowl and they win the Super Bowl, be happy for them. I mean, how many times they've made it and lost and mm. all of that. It's, it feel like the fans in Buffalo are true fans. Anybody who sits in that weather outside yeah. for a game. Okay. They're, it's I'm basically Jersey, right? Like, well, no, I it's mean, very far much, from Jersey. But uh, neighboring states. <laughs> neighboring states. Uh, maybe. I mean, well, yes, New Jersey and New York are, but that part of New York is so far away from what people mm. think of New York. People yeah. think New York, New York City. That's it. Yes. Maybe Manhattan. Yeah. You know, but, but like. It's still like Houston to Dallas, right? Distance wise. Oh, I think it might be even further nah, than. That's, that's not possible. For, further than four <laughs> hours? Yes. Well, yeah, but you're thinking of like driving through New Jersey and New York. Manhattan traffic, right? Mm, like just distance no, wise. I don't know. I don't even know how it far up. it is between what two hundred miles or Google something. Google it. Well, and also what part of Jersey? Come on, I was from I was from the Central Coast. Central Coast. Oh, okay. yeah. Central, like North South Central. <laughs> North <laughs> South Central. <laughs> you know, though, this does bring up a great point. <clears throat> this is literally. That song, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year that people play at Christmas time. Mm. No, this is for a sports fan. Oh, <laughs> this is the most wonderful time of the Better year. Better than Christmas. You heard it here. <laughs> no, I did not say that. But when I think of that song, I think of this, of this time sense. because you have college football, which is fun. Yeah, college but football. you're not a big college football guy. I'm not, but I like football. Yeah. I, it's pro football. It's fun. And then baseball playoffs. Yeah. The only interesting part of baseball okay some of us are true fans father you know follow teams along i used to be i'm a sentimental i'm a sentimental fan i just can't watch games anymore i'm just (laughs) just not into it well it's interesting so today i love that we're back to sports so my wife texted me when they approved three new rules for next year. yes i saw i heard this yeah okay the three rules for our listeners that do not know so there's going to be a like a uh all i can think of the word is countdown clock what what is the uh like a pitch clock yeah pitch clock and so you have 15 seconds from the time you have the ball to throw it without anybody on base and once someone is on base 20 seconds they say they've implemented it in the minor leagues and it's Mm -hmm. cut down games to about two and a half hours which is a large complaint about baseball they're like it goes so long takes too long i love it i bet that really that that makes base runners matter more in the sense that like 
they can mess with the pitcher. Twenty seconds is is a long time, but it's not that long. Mm-hmm. Um, like if, no, you're, if you're having I to take care of the that, runner and yeah. your mind is on the clock at all, like, easily. What's the penalty if you go over? Now I did not read the penalty. I did not read what the automatic penalty walk. Would be. I, it might be called a ball. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Can you imagine how mad how much pressure would be. would be if you have like a bases loaded situation, right? And, and then the second is he's threatening. like so that that's okay. First I think game. everybody for the good of the game, besides pitchers, <clears throat> are fine with that. Yeah. Second rule, no one really cares about, but it'll be interesting. Larger bases. Because oh, they're talking about, so the second is, from what I understand, it's to just continue to cut down on injuries. Yeah. A second baseman can be standing on part of the bag instead of, like, have to be hovered over it and then throw, cr- <laughs> what What are you laughing How at? big are they? I'm imagining these huge bases. Like, okay, we're not playing, like, blast ball with, like, t-ball kids and the bag is gonna, like, make a noise when you step on it. I don't know if you knew that no, last but ball did that, but yeah, um, exactly. Um, I remember when Dom did that and they're like, run to the bag, it makes, like, a little horn and the kids love it. I was like, this is my worst nightmare in real life. Like, could, with the, the new bases, are they gonna be so big that one person can't pick pick it up? No. Put it down. <laughs> like, can you get your arms around, yes. like, the wingspan? Yes. Of the new this is not like the size of the people of like the dot race at uh, the ballpark. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like this isn't going to be like a giant like bounce house like second. They have or a third team base. of groundskeepers. What I want to know are out. they doing anything with home plate? Obviously not. They can't. No, right? they can't because uh, I mean that's the strike, the strike zone. zone. Yeah, exactly. And unless run, unless they implement the rule like that they're testing around, around like so you think about it. I don't know if you've ever watched, not that I Gosh, have tagging somebody too out many, on a huge home but plate. if you've ever seen competitive wiffle ball. No. Okay. It I've is played, fascinating. I've played semi-competitive wiffle ball. Okay. Outside. So I don't <laughs> know if... You're just going to let that one pass. No, okay. I'm going to let that pass, not even acknowledge it. I don't know if you realize in, this. In Rome, at a pontifical uh, university. Okay, so it really didn't count. It wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't we had some really good players. Um did you have a setup strike zone where if it hit this area with the wiffle ball, it was a strike? No. Okay. So in competitive wiffle ball, there's literally almost a box. If it hits part of that box, right. if it like it's just mounted, it's the strike zone. People have been talking about that forever. Are we ever going to go to something where there is a, yeah. you know, robo with all this, yeah, a robo ump where there's technology in the baseball that, you know, now the problem with <clears throat> baseball is we lose them so much compared to like, and NFL football, they only go through, you know, like one per game, you know, unless a player throws it into the crowd or things like that. They prepare a bunch. How do they prepare a bunch. That's a side topic, but yeah. I wonder how, I, I thought they switched them out more often. They switch them per side. So essentially, oh, like, so the, like the Bills really... team had like one ball they brought and then okay. the, uh, and they have a whole, you know, bag of them. But anyway, besides the point. So professional wiffle ball. They use this area, and it mm-hmm. hits it. It's a strike. In baseball, they talk about the robo ump, you know. So I'm like, that's the way it could work if you made home base like really large. <laughs> you could then, but the catcher would have to cover so much ground. To well, like also would it be in like? Would it also be in like the batter's box? At home. Yeah. Like you're stepping <laughs> you're on the plate and you can't even reach it. So that probably won't change. And then the third rule which in my opinion is the most controversial 
I think it's is very exciting. No more shift. So if anybody doesn't know baseball, which probably most people don't because they're not as big of fans as myself or maybe one Father Paul used to. Yeah, like sentimental baseball. fans. But there's been a phenomenon since I don't know, five years three, five years ago. I don't I, I it really came in did it? I feel like, it, I it feel like in the last few years it's so been huge. Of, well, it's just taken for granted now. Right. That's true. So it's something called the shift. So if a player who is a left-handed hitter is up, they will shift to the right side of the infield because the likelihood of them hitting it to that side. Yeah. And and when my you swing whole thing hard, is you tend to pull the ball. I actually have an issue with this rule being taken away mm-hmm. because I just feel that's smart. That is us saying, like, mm-hmm. like why are they doing that? Because they're taking away. They want more hits so people like going to games. They don't like the defensive battles. And my issue is if you have (laughs) phenomenal athletes, right, these guys who can hit a baseball 500 feet, you're telling me they can't practice enough to hit it into an open gap that is like 40 feet? It is is a strategy thing where it's, it's like you're saying... You're saying I will. I'll give you this all day. I know you can hit it over there if you want. Um, it's but like I, pick but up know, basketball. I'll give you the three all day because <laughs> yeah, I know you can't day, hit it. Well, well, even yes, it is like that. But even a little bit different. Like in this case, you can hit it. It's just that you don't want it. Like they would much rather swing for the fences than play for the the easy single. I mean, I think yeah. that's that's it, right? That's right. They're they're saying. They're saying, we're giving you this, but you don't want it. Mm-hmm. And so you would rather take the risk of big hit or, you know, easy out. Um, well, and my point is, so what are you, what else are you taking <clears throat> away? Bases are loaded, tied game, bottom of the ninth, infield comes in always to cut off the run, True. right? Yeah. Is that illegal? Why is that not illegal? Or the oh, outfield playing in, outfield playing out. It's strategy. Yeah. Where does it end? Well, here I think. <laughs> they're Why not, didn't they they're consult not saying, us? <laughs> I don't think they're saying like we we're going to be logically consistent across the board. I think they're saying like yeah, we don't it was like billionaires the- <laughs> who all sat in a room and said, "I think they're more saying, people will come to the game." If yeah, we don't more like runs. the way this is. Yeah. this is affected the game. It's it's more like them saying we don't like the new style of. Uh, basketball since the three-point line came in. Uh, so we're going to take away the three-pointer. Which they would never do. Or make dunks worth two and a half or that something would be, like that. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. What if there was Five just street dunks. rules that we made up for basketball? All alley-oops are worth four points. I've um, always wanted to be in one of those leagues. <laughs> Actually, I want us both to be in one of those leagues where it's like the trampoline basketball league you know what i'm talking yeah, yeah. about i know what you're talking about that would be awesome <laughs> it's like the only time we're we actually dunking in life you're just so like, quickly oh you just jump on my achilles heel just tears in half totally worth it like, I would yeah yeah pull a hamstring and like break my back again and oh my gosh cause so because I, I broke it before the, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 strained um <laughs> so that's that's the rule i have an issue with i feel it's taking away strategy and I've always looked at and the reason I like baseball is because I associate it to the game of chess. You know, you do this, I do this, you do this. Like it's very like methodical 
thought out mm -hmm. that, which a lot but, of people don't like because of that. They're like, well, I, I like want just too. the quick pace, right? That's uh, I mean, there's something of that in soccer. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the reason that I think Americans have a tough time getting on soccer on the soccer train because uh i've always been curious of that why don't they yeah well i think actually a lot of them are now and it's it's more and more mm -hmm. uh, as time goes on but i think it's just it, it's a weird pace for us and we don't we're not right. used to seeing like the beautiful strategy unfold in right you know the the way like it just looks like passing mm -hmm. why are you just passing but like they're maneuvering things and I don't know. I, I like it in theory. I don't like it that much in practice. Yeah. So I'm uh, still there. But yeah, it's a lot of sports. It's good. I love it. That's the end of the podcast <laughs> for it. today. All right. We have one follow up from last time when we talked about, I don't know, just bring bring back, you know, because <clears throat> I know you were sick. Maybe your brain. <laughs> all What's of that. I, I thought you said you were sick. You had a cold. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Oh, since the last, not, since the last, not one. for the last, no one who listened to the last episode would get sick, right? Because I wasn't sick during the last episode, and, and also and they're listening that's on how the it radio. Works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jack, our friend Jack, um, shout out Jack, shout out Jack, sent a follow up question to yeah, how you did. answered. Do you remember last time with like the weird situation? Right. If there was like yeah, a deacon, gets canceled. yeah, like a priest, you know, say they're God forbid in a car accident, something like that. They can't make it in. Like, what should they do? Mm -hmm. In this case, they held, I guess, a communion service. Does that remove their obligation? Yada yada. So Jack responds back. Which good note, Jack is a. Uh, Byzantine. He's Byzantine Catholic, so, yeah. Um, just, just so people know. So he said, good evening. I enjoyed the last episode, but I'm curious about something regarding the Mass. The pastor made the call to provide a communion service for his flock rather than the Mass. Does he not have the right to dispense his flock from Mass attendance in this situation? If this were me, I would have gone to the service and gone home with no thought that I needed to find a literal Mass to attend uh, that would especially be the case if it were my parish and our spiritual care of this priest. I'd be interested in your thoughts here in Christ, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. That's a good follow-up. Um, and I meant to do more research when I saw <laughs> the email. I'll start with that. But I did think about it, and I did some research. Nice. I just I have an unanswered question that I need to figure out. But so it says in canon. So one, we're not gonna <laughs> answer. No, I've got a partial Next I've got question. A, I've got a partial answer. It's a mostly total answer. It's just one, <laughs> one kind of avenue I haven't gone down. It's strategical. The shift. <laughs> right, we're shifting. Um, yeah. Um, Yes, that's a that's a good question. So, couldn't the pastor just dispense everybody, um, and then say like, you know, go to the communion service if you want, go home if you want, but you don't need to find a mass the next day because mm -hmm. uh, you've been dispensed. Um, so, in canon law, it talks about being able to dispense uh, from the obligation for Sunday um, on an individual basis, mm. and that's the thing I I'm still not sure of. Can you group it? Yeah. Can you just... It's like a group penance does, service? Does, like, <laughs> Does that mean that, you know, does individual mean like for the occasion? Or does it mean like... And you just said pastor, not person? priest or priest. 
did you say? It depends on your faculty. Okay. So I think we might have talked about this last time. When you're ordained or when you receive a new assignment, you also receive a letter saying what kind of faculties you have. Mm. Uh, those are like the things that you're allowed to do. Got it. And um, pretty sure as parochial vicar, I had faculties to dispense from the obligation for Sunday Mass. Um, Give an example, <clears throat> could you? Uh, somebody is going to travel and then they say, you know, it's going to be really tough uh, to go to Mass. Um, could you give me a dispensation in advance? Got it. Um, so the, that's not say, required. No. Of, yeah. <laughs> that's not required of the pastor. That was like within your faculties of being a yeah, And I vicar. think that, so universal law talks about the pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, our particular law in Dallas, uh, that was part of my faculties. Got it. Um, and now I don't think I have those faculties anymore because like what? Because <laughs> they as found you were abusing director, those oh, faculties. Only, only if someone who is discerning has an issue with <laughs> Sunday Mass, then they reach out to the vocation director. No, I'm kidding. Right. Um, so I don't know what individual basis knows uh, means there. I do kind of have fog brain a bit. I don't have COVID. I tested whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> but... I, I know we have <laughs> had to some, let everybody some, know. <laughs> well, just fog brain. You connected with COVID. Um, I I know we have some canonical types uh, who listen to our podcast. Some I'm sure that they can weigh in, um, right? And we can just be proxies for like this Q and A that's happening. But uh, the point is, like, I I know that pastors can dispense uh, from Sunday Mass. I don't know what on an individual basis or whatever the precise language in the canon is. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that means like if he's stuck in an airport somewhere, can he just send out a flock note? (laughs) Um, For those who don't know what a flock note is, it's literally an email. (laughs) Okay. Send out an email or a, uh, or a text or whatever to, to an email Post it on the website. Yes. Um, can he do that? Quick. I'm not sure. The bulletin. (laughs) Quick. <laughs> yeah. Hey, could you rewrite on every bulletin on put the up top? Signs. Like, yeah. Put up clip art signs. That's what we're best at in the Catholic <laughs> Church. Yes, that would be great. So, so uh, to to wrap this up, um, <laughs> to not answer Jack's question, I think Jack is right um, that a pastor could do that, but I'm not mm-hmm. certain. Got and it. So I need I need more more help. Here. Got it. Got it. Well, it, it'll be interesting because next time... A bishop time, could do that, though. A bishop could do that. A bishop can do that. Yeah. And that's why they could, during the pandemic, they could dispense their diocese from um, the obligation to attend Mass. I know that there's sometimes debate about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure that... I, I've seen the canon that applies to a bishop dispensing his diocese or groups within his diocese from particular law. Mm-hmm. This is universal law, but I think this is one of these things that he can dispense from. Got it. Uh, so just to clear that up too. Just just clear it up. Um, I think one thing that will be interesting going forward, so next time we're going to start a new series. Oh, yeah. So we're going to do a seven-part series Great. on the... Sacraments? Yep. Uh-huh. I, I See see how well seven I sacraments. just like... So next time we're going to start that. So if you have specific questions on the sacraments that are just like burning in your heart, like how 
does this work or how has it always been this case? You know, like I know a lot of people that don't know in baptism that technically anybody could baptize, even a non-Christian mm. could baptize in mm. the case of an emergency. And we'll get to that when we talk about baptism. We'll talk about maybe the form and matter of each sacrament, um, what's brought to each sacrament, and then also some of those like nuances to it and those special occasions. But if you have specific questions in regards to any of the sacraments, please reach out to us, prodigalinthepriest at gmail.com or sanandparish.org slash PTP. But my mm. follow-up question to that is, so, you know, we're getting our pastor is being installed this coming up weekend. And so I find exciting. it very intriguing with, you know, for for people that are like, well, he's been here, what's the big deal or that? Maybe I thought just to kind of close out today was, so what is the big deal? Why do you actually install a pastor? Like, did it change anything? Could he have mm. not have, like, led the parish this past year? I know these answers, but I'm just tossing them well, to I'm you. Well, I'm glad you do, because I'm not, I'm a little shaky on some of the canonical details uh, off the top of my head. Um, it does change a lot of how he acts, um, because there's a stability to being pastor that's not there. Right. Also, he has a canonical He uses obligation. the word right. There's yeah. canonical well, rights canonical that, come right with that comes from being pastor. Yeah. And one of them is, is stability. Um, but another is is the sort of canonical duty. Like he's, he's entrusted with the care of souls of the parish mm. in a way that's different. Uh, when you're pastor, it's different. And it, it may not look different from the outside, but... Just the the sort of juridical reality of it is is very different. So I don't know if there's like something he could have done that he didn't do or anything like that. I don't I don't know if it really works like that. But I know for the pastor himself, and I think also for the spiritual reality of the parish, like it matters. Um, yeah, but the specifics, um, right? I don't really know. Well, and that was the point, though. I wasn't asking for the, the specific specifics, mm -hmm. but um, I was saying, like, hey, it's important because there are there are rights to it, right? You know, like, yeah. you when you're just pastoral administrator, you do not have that stability. That can change before yeah. you're installed. Have you ever been to an installation of a pastor? Ooh, that's a good question. Because I've been I looking don't... over the right that they sent us. Uh -huh. It's interesting. Like the bishop Are you presents. Be the MC? No. <laughs> um, the bishop sends. Uh, like, uh, apparently, one of the parts in the mass, and I, I don't know how it works within the diocese of Dallas, but he's the bishop is supposed to like take Father Edwin to different places in the church awesome. during the mass, being like, "I present to you, you know, the confessional where you will shepherd souls back to, you know, like, and I present to you the, you know, so of like our church that. that is so large. I'm like, it's do you think he'll forever. actually do that or just reference it? Uh, they'll probably do that pretty symbolically." But um, they'll bring up a little mini, have somebody I'll have a Lego model, a Lego <laughs> model. <of, laughs> and then they'll point to one part. And this is the sacristy <laughs> that I now introduce you. Some people just carry up this sacristy, whole model. This of the is your new pastor. Pastor, remove the top and you can just <laughs> zoom in on it. 
Oh, gosh. We are having extra purgatory time for these comments right now. Are you going to be at it? Uh, I don't know what I'm doing next weekend. <laughs> no, I'm going to be gone. I'm, uh, oh I'm going goodness. to Italy. You don't um, even care. I'm gonna, I'm You're going back to Italy? Yeah, remember I was I was commanded to go to Italy. Oh, that's right. Uh, under that's obedience. Right. No, under just kidding. Obedience. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go as as vocation director um to this vocation event uh for the Neocatechumenal Way, awesome. which affects the priests in our diocese because uh, we have a lot of priests who are sent from that event uh to come and study here. That's great. Um, or to come and study here as seminarians to become priests for our diocese. So but. you'll so you'll be writing a card instead to Father Edwin. Yeah, I'll write him a card from Italy. I guess that would be nice. I don't know. I just don't ever think of writing cards. <laughs> maybe uh, I'll maybe I'll write him a little note today mm-hmm. on the back of an envelope or something. Back of an envelope. <laughs> Leave wow. it here. He hey, he means congratulations. He means that a week much in to you. I love it. <laughs> so. uh who are you? Uh, so the Cowboys have any shot this year? Yes, but they're not a good team. Oh, you heard it here. Hot take. Cowboys. Who, who would be the best team in the NFC East? Probably this <laughs> the Cowboys, year? not the Eagles. No way. <laughs> what What bet are we going to do? What do you want? Oh, for who wins the NFC East? Uh, Come on. Man, bets you are... just You just said that the Cowboys are better than the Eagles. So go ahead. What would Let's be a say. fun bet? I mean, I, I'll, whoever I'll bet, ends up, we'll just say because who knows? Our luck, no one, neither will win the <laughs> NFC East and the, the Commanders. You know, like so. Go ahead, whoever ends up higher wins the bet. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we're not talking playoffs, wild yeah, card. Yeah, no, 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 no. So go ahead. What's 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 oh, our bet? What's the bet? Man, that's a great question. I don't know. The other yeah, person has to cook the other person dinner. Oh yeah, I'm a good cook. Are um, you? Yeah, yeah. Sleeper, sleeper, good, <laughs> sneaky, good cook. Um, yes, that's right. We'll we'll bet dinner. It's not the you know silliest bet, mm-hmm. but there, there's a lot on the line here. There's um, <laughs> there's a lot on the line. Yeah, you have to because I get to choose what you make when you lose. Oh, okay. No, you, actually, I don't want that reversed. No, you're going to, yeah, I'm going to choose what you make. Be like, I want this and homemade cannolis and all of this stuff. So I'll do Italian food instead of the. Uh, what's the typical British meal? Like fish and chips. Is that the most like like even in Bermuda? In Bermuda, you get all sorts of like shepherd's pie and some of the pub food. You get. The most typical thing is like Sunday brunch in Bermuda where you get codfish and potatoes. That's kind of a British like influenced typical Bermudian meal. Not like as fries potatoes, but as like potato, potato, no, potatoes, like a, like a like, sliced up thing. Yeah. The kind of, you know, boiled cut cooked. <laughs> sounds terrible. It's awesome. really good. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to eat some codfish and potatoes <laughs> when I win this bet. So, all right, keep those uh, questions coming and especially those questions about the sacraments and tune in next time for Prodigal and the Priest. On behalf of Joey Scancella, Father Paul Bechter, take care. God bless.